Ladies and gentlemen, if you're ready for some fantasy hockey streaming advice, it's time for the most styling, profiling, wheeling and dealing, jet flying, limousine riding podcast in all the land. It's the reigning, defending, undisputed fantasy hockey streaming champion of the world. It's the stream Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back once again to the greatest fancy hockey podcast that focuses on streaming players for the upcoming week. It's the stream scheme. We won't be talking about your superstars like your Connor McDavid's or your Nathan McKinnon's here. No sorry, Bob. Here we get down to the nitty gritty, the dark depths of fantasy hockey that those other podcasts are too scared to touch. The stream scheme is presented by the greatest fantasy hockey podcast in the world, Keeping Carlson. Although I suppose that's somewhat obvious because the stream scheme is now being broadcast out on the Keeping Carlson podcast like main feed how about that boys we made it to the majors uh so this is your first time experiencing the stream scheme hello welcome glad you finally found us you definitely missed out on last year we were hot as a whistle but i can't blame you if you didn't know about the stream scheme after all this is the kind of podcast you don't want to tell your friends about we are the secret weapon of fantasy hockey whether you're just starting out or you're perhaps in the toughest of leagues, such as Tier 1 of the Kickupful, we have something here for everybody. And as you could probably tell from our intro music, we like to have a little fun around here. We don't take ourselves too seriously, and when it comes to the style of fantasy hockey advice we dish out on this show, it's pretty much the same story as well. We don't dive too deep into advanced analytics uh if that's your thing hey uh not that there's anything wrong with that it's just not my bag baby we mainly stick to the stuff like line deployment time on ice and basic counting stats like your hits shots blocks things of the sort now don't get me wrong while we may not be a freak in the sheets of uh, Excel, Microsoft Excel, that is, we do get advanced in regard to general fantasy hockey strategy, which leads me into, you know, what exactly is the stream scheme, you ask? Well, streaming is just when you pick up a player from the waiver wire, free agency, player pool, what have you, you pick them up with the idea of just having that player for that one week or one matchup to maximize your games played for that week. So on every fantasy team, naturally, there's someone who is the player that you would drop first if you had to cut someone. Now, let's say that that player now only has two games this week, or maybe they play three times, but it's on all of the busy days. Now, since he's your worst player, he might be on your bench for probably most, if not all, 
all of the games this week. So instead of getting minimal or even no value from that player that week, drop him and stream someone who can give your team the most value that week. Whether that means he's playing four times or maybe he's someone who's playing three times, but it's all on lightly scheduled days, or maybe they're getting great deployment and tons of ice time or shooting a ton or whatever the case may be. So here on the stream scheme, we talk about those players that we would pick up to stream onto our fantasy teams each week. And we give you a wide variety of options to choose from each and every week. We bring to you five what we call regular forward streamers. Now, these are guys that are 25% rostered or less, according to Yahoo or ESPN leagues. Then we give you three regular defensive streamers, also 25% rostered or less. Now, typically, these are guys that are available in most 12 or 14 team leagues. But what about those in shallower leagues don't worry we got you we also present to you a shallow league streamer of the week this is someone who's between 26 to 49 percent rostered each week and while we didn't originally offer this next one but i'm a man of the people so we now unfortunately offer a goalie streamer of the week it's ridiculous it shouldn't be allowed all goalies are bad uh, sometimes we pick a guy and he doesn't even get a single start that week because, oh, I'm Jacob Markstrom. I can start both games of a doubleheader twice in a week. But I digress. We still pick a goalie each week that's less than 50% rostered. And that's not all. We have a shallow league streamer, sure. But what about those people in deep, deep leagues or people in super competitive leagues such as Tier 1 of the Cacupful, of which yours truly is a former champion of Not a Big Deal. Well, we got something special for those people, something that you won't find in any other blog, podcast, or Reddit post that tries to do what we do. But, you know, how often are we imitated but never truly duplicated? Well, the answer in that lies within a little something called Ludicrous streamers. These are streamers that are 2% rostered or less. And that's right. Your ears did not deceive you. I said streamers, plural. And that's because we give out not just one, but two ludicrous streamers each and every week. Uh, Add all that together. And that sums up to 12 streamer picks we're giving out to you guys each and every week for a low, low price of free 99. And of course, something else that the stream scheme gets set apart from all the other fakes and phonies each week. We hold ourselves accountable for who we picked the previous week and we own up to our bad picks. We also tell you if you think you should hang on to those picks or drop them maybe for a new streamer. We also make a little game out of the results to gauge our performance. We grade each pick as a win or a loss for the week, pretty much uh, based on if they were able to meet our expectations or not. Like, for example, if a regular forward generally gets us three points in a week, that's a win, but for a defender... 
we'd be happy if, hey, they just get us a lot of hits, shots, and blocks. A peripherals or a perifs beast, we would be very glad with. But either way, we add up the wins and losses and come up with a weekly win or a loss, depending on if I can get at least 50% uh, winning picks for that week. And as I mentioned last year, we were crazy hot. We finished with a record of 17-6, and six, so nearly 75% of the time. Not too shabby. Now, that does come with a caveat, though. As I mentioned, we didn't always have a goalie streamer, and we didn't always have two ludicrous streamers. So I stupidly made it much harder <laughs> for myself to hit that 50% threshold of my picks, but hey, you know what uh, my good friend and sometimes co-host Twitterless Mason always says, when the going gets tough, it's time to pick up some freaking streamers, baby, and that's exactly what we're here to do. Obviously, it's the first week, so we don't have any picks to review from last week quite yet, so enough pitter-patter, let's get at her, let's get to the schedules for the upcoming week. Starting on Monday, October 10th, 2022. On Monday, we have zero clubs playing. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone in Canada. Just four clubs play on Tuesday. 12 clubs play on Wednesday. 20 clubs play on Thursday. 8 clubs playing on Friday. 28 clubs play on Saturday. And lastly, zero Clubs play on the last day of the weekly matchup, Sunday, October 16th. So, our first week is a weird one for sure. Not a ton of games, a couple of days with no games, which is lame. Which, the first week is always weird though, right? Typically, we don't have a stream scheme before the games get going. You know, on account of, obviously, there's still teams doing freaking square dancing with their freaking lines i guess what i'm trying to say is that i am set up to fail this week essentially i am taking one on the chin for you the loyal stream schemer but where there is fantasy hockey value to be had there you will find us and here we are the best schedule of the week goes unfortunately to those criminals over on the New York Rangers. They play three times this week while also avoiding the big heavy day of Saturday. For those who are new here, whenever there's a day that are 28 clubs playing, that means it will be virtually impossible to fit a streamer into your lineup on most leagues. <laughs> Unless you, even if you have utility spots, that's still going to be hard to find a streamer that day so nevertheless we'll probably have a streamer or two this week some other teams with some good schedules this week are the columbus blue jackets the montreal Canadiens, the tampa bay lightning and the carolina hurricanes columbus montreal and tampa bay all play three times this week with two light days in there whereas carolina only plays twice this week but manages to avoid both 
of the busy days of Thursday and Saturday. So they are definitely worth a squirt this week. The worst schedule of the week goes to the St. Louis Blues, who only play once this week on the heavy, busy day of Saturday. My deepest sympathies to Tarasenko managers who were looking like they might be able to sneak by with keeping Tarasenko on the IR this week with an illness, but unfortunately, he got better just in time to ride the pine the whole first week except for that heavy Saturday. Some other teams with a bad schedule this week are the Winnipeg Jets. They only play once this week, but at least it's on the light day of Friday. There's also a whopping 12 other teams this week that only played twice. So, yeah, like I said, not a good week for streamers, but uh, we'll do our best picking streamers nonetheless and so typically i'd say drop those fringe players with bad schedules for streamers but seeing how 30 teams have yet to play a game this year i'm assuming that you probably won't be dropping guys you drafted just because they have a bad week one schedule but either way i'm always down to give you guys advice on ads drops trades whatever the case may be Feel free to always hit me up on Twitter at NHL Stream Scheme, and I'm usually pretty quick with a response for you over there. So without further ado, let's get to why you guys all came here, the picks of the week. My top forward pick of the week. What's that music? Is that freaking thriller? That could only mean one thing. It's October. Must be a zombie. There's only so many skaters that are dead to me. And it's pretty clear. That's Capo Caco's music. He's back from the dead. Loyal listeners might even remember. Uh, we gave Caco his Viking funeral. Even though uh, we even said a few words. But the man just never produces. Even though he's got... Clearly, all the pedigree in the world, he's on a good team with good players. It just doesn't make any sense. Well, time is a flat circle, apparently, because here we are again, picking Kako as a streamer. Now, like I mentioned, this episode will largely be the product of which preseason lines, I think, have the best chance to stick. And at least for the last couple of days, Kako has been on the top line with Kreider and Zabinijad, and of course that line makes sense, and of course he should theoretically produce on said line, but man, this guy has burned us a thousand times in the past, so streamers beware. This is a huge risk, but the reward here is... In week one, so huge because if Kako can actually stick on that top line and produce, then he's potentially someone who could win you your entire league. Hence why, even though he's dead to us, you know, if you're going to roll with a zombie, I guess October is the time to do it. And, you know, of course, the Rangers do have the best schedule of the week playing three times while also avoiding the busy day of Saturday. And he's only 5% rostered right now. So why not pick up Kako? And you also get to heckle me, of course, whenever I shouldn't have picked Kako. But I'll tell you what. 
I'll be darned if Kakyo is going to have the season of a lifetime and get away with it without being a streamer first. No chance. I've bled too much to watch that happen, so why not pick up Capo Kako this week? My second forward pick of the week goes to Max Domi of the Chicago Blackhawks. Speaking of streamers that could potentially win you your league, how about Max Domi? I famously said in the stream scheme preseason series that you could put a couple of Chris Ladners next to Patrick Kane, and he'd still be a point-per-game guy. But the real question is, who will those Chris Ladners be? I don't see why it couldn't be Max Domi. Now, don't get me wrong. He's still very much a streamer. Max Domi is someone who I originally drafted for that specific reason. Now, I also dropped him as soon as I saw that Chicago was experimenting with their lines. But he'll be no worse than the second line at the very least. And he's still the odds-on favorite to stick next to Patrick Kane and that's enough for me to take a chance on him this first week as a streamer and not unlike Kako you never know Domi couldn't end up sticking with Kane all year long and that's all the more incentive to roll with Domi as a streamer this week not only that but Chicago has a pretty good schedule this week playing three times although with only one of those coming on the light days so this pick is more if you have an open streaming spot all week long then why not stream a potential league winner in Max Domi my third regular forward streamer pick this week is daddy Evgeny Dadinov of the Montreal Canadiens now of course I hear the reasons not to make daddy a pick He's on his fourth team in four years. He hasn't done anything since he was next to Barkov. He doesn't shoot. Yada, yada, yada. Call me old-fashioned, but I still remember the glory days of Dadanoff when he was getting those 65 and 70-point seasons. Remember that? I remember, and so do the Montreal Canadiens, apparently, who for at the time being are sticking with Dadanoff with Monahan and Caulfield. Obviously, Suzuki being a little injured affects that, but the same point remains, as I pointed out with Domi, on a team of a who's who of, hey, I've heard of that guy before. Why not see what a proven point producer such as Dadanoff can do with the elite talent on your team? It makes sense, right? So on a week where Montreal has one of the best schedules of the week, playing three times with two light days in there, why not take a chance on Evgeny Dadanov this week? My fourth forward streamer pick this week is Jesperi Kokinyemi of the Carolina Hurricanes, and this pick is an easy one. It was hand-wrapped by Tier 1 drafter and dear friend, the person who designed the elite stream scheme logo, Brandon Weeb. Brandon famously drafted Kakanyemi and Tier 1 of the Kakupful auction. So <laughs> I basically have no choice but to pick Kakanyemi as a streamer this week. Look, I'm not going to sit here and let Brandon Weeb pick a potential streamer of the year and me not get any of the accolades. So if Kakanyemi ends up being extremely good, I want in on it. So that's why Kakanyemi is a pick this week. So we've now reached 
the win-win portion of the stream scheme. We're either Kotkaniemi is either a winning streamer pick for me this week, or I get to make fun of Brandon. Win-win. But in all seriousness, congrats, Brandon, on the second baby announcement. But let's be real. This pick probably won't hit because Kotkaniemi is not top line, nor is he top power play. But whatever. This is the stream scheme, baby. Sometimes we pick streamers specifically to jinx other people. Deal with it. The pick is yes, Barry. Kokenyemi. My fifth and final regular forward streamer pick this week is an old friend. It's Victor Arvinson of the Los Angeles Kings. Now, I'm not going to lie. The main reason for picking Arvinson is so that I have an excuse to tell my favorite joke. What is a pirate's favorite letter? Ah, you think it's the R, but it's really the C. Feel free to steal that joke. It kills at parties. Just credit the stream scheme, of course. But yeah, Ardvinson, fun fact. Did you know that uh, Ardvinson is top power play for the Kings? Last year, there was the illusion that he might be top line as well, but hey, he was a 60-point pace, and I think the most recent lines in L.A. has him with stream scheme favorite Philly Oudeno and Trevor Moore. So, theoretically, if either that top power play or that second line starts producing right away, then this will be your one and only chance to grab Victor Arvidsson from the waiver wire as he is on the high end of roster ship already at 23% rostered. But the Kings do play three times this week. So if you have an open lineup spot on those busy days, then hey, you could do a lot worse than picking up Victor Arvidsson. Moving on to defense, I've got an easy one here for my top defensive streamer of the week. It's Mike Matheson of the Montreal Canadiens. This one is a slam dunk. Now, I'm not saying it's a slam dunk for production this week. Defensive men never are. But there's no reason to think that Mike Matheson shouldn't be the top power play guy for the Habs. Should be are the key words there. Montreal loves to freaking stick Weidman out there for no reason. Listen, Marty St. Louis, I don't know if you know this, but I personally ran Ducharme out of 10. I was sick of his crap even before his fluke of a cup run. COVID seasons don't count. All of that is to say that Mike Matheson is the best defender the Montreal Canadiens have, and he's very offensively talented. So if they don't stick him, as their top power play guy, I will be very upset. With that said, Matheson is still only 7% rostered right now, which is insane. Uh, he's got a very lucrative position. And not only that, the Habs have one of the best schedules of the week, playing three times. So why not take a chance on a potential league winner in Mike Matheson? And then drop him a week later when friggin' Weidman is starting out on power play one. Whatever. My second defensive streamer this week is Eric Chernak of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Pretty simple thought process here. The Lightning are a team that 
should score a lot of points. Why not stream a defender who might reap the benefits of that? If your league is so deep that you're streaming Eric Chernak the first week, you, my friend, are an absolute degenerate, and I love it. But yeah, dude gets the periffs. He might luck into a point or two. And the Lightning are one of the few teams that play three times this week. He's somehow, unfortunately, not a ludicrous streamer at 3% rostered. Shout out to the loyal stream schemers that can predict my moves before I even make them. So, hey, pick up Eric Chernak if you must this week. My third and final defensive streamer this week is Adam Buckfist of the Columbus Blue Jackets. Listen, this, this is just a numbers grab. I'm not going to lie to you. No one should actually be adding Adam freaking Buckfist this week. But hey, I'm contractually obliged to give you guys three regular uh, defensive streamers each week that that might change in the future if i if i start out 0 and 3 or something like that but hey this pick is almost certainly a guaranteed loss but whatever i'm a man of the people in bokefist yeah, he plays three times this week so, so you never know if you're desperate or perhaps just a uh streaming masochist i don't know pick up adam bokefist this week up next, we have our Shallow League streamer of the week. It's Jacob Voracek of the Columbus Blue Jackets. Obviously, the talk of the time this offseason was for Boone Jenner, but people forget Voracek sneakily had 62 points in 79 games last year, and that's without Johnny Hockey, mind you. Voracek might not be skating with Johnny Hockey yet, even strength but he is still net front on the Columbus power play which makes him an excellent candidate as a streamer so pick up Voracek as a streamer since he plays three times this week hopefully he racks up some points and then trade him away for some better value let's just hope <laughs> that Voracek sticks on that top power play and unfortunately, I am forced to give you a goalie streamer of the week. And you know what? This guy has been nothing but good to me in the past. Give me the Ned Sled, Alex Nedeljkovic of the Detroit <laughs> Red Wings. And listen, I'm all in on Huso. He's one of my zero-G goalies. But he hasn't looked great recently, so I've got to go with the Ned Sled here. Uh, they play the Canadians and the Devils, so ho- hopefully... Nadelkovic uh, plays against the Devils since I've got a couple of Habs as streamers this week. But either way, the Red Wings should be better than last year, right? So if you're going to make me stream a goalie this week, let me get this one who I'm at least certain will start a game <laughs> this week. And Alex Nadelkovic, uh, the Ned Sled, if I said that wrong. Just let me call him the Ned Sled. And lastly... The only streamers you'll find exclusively here on the stream scheme. Let's get it. Prepare ship for ludicrous speed. Fasten all seatbelts. Seal all entrances and exits. Close all shops in the mall. Cancel the free ring circus. Secure all animals in the zoo. Give me that, you petty excuse for an officer. Now hear this. 
Montreal Canadiens and Andreas Athanasiu of the Chicago Blackhawks. First, I got to talk about my guy, Sean Mann. He was one of my favorite guys back in the day for his consistency. He was a 60 point guy for four straight years before he became a point per game guy back in 2018 19. Since then, it's been a real struggle for him, but I still believe in Sean Mann. Perhaps a change in scenery will do him good in Montreal. He's only 2% rostered, so hey, why not? If you're having fun, why not pick up my boy Sean Mann? Sean Monahan of the Montreal Canadiens as a streamer, and come on, I can't not pick double-A. Andreas Athanasiu kind of talked about it earlier in my Domi pick, but seriously, who knows how those lines will shake out in Chicago. Your guess is as good as mine, but every new team that Athanasiu goes to, I always believe that that will be the team that he's going to make it stick there. I just, I, I love him so much. I believe in his talent, but it's never worked, so streamer beware. It is a ludicrous streamer, but whatever. He's only like 1% rostered or maybe even 0% rostered. I might be the only person who still believes in Andreas Athanasiu. Well, I guess outside of Chicago, but you never know. It could happen, so it's a ludicrous streamer. Walk on the wild side a little bit, buddy. Come on. And so there we have it. To recap our streamers for the week, starting on Monday, October 10th, 2022, are the following. Forward streamers, Capo Caco, Max Domi, Evgeny Dadanoff, Yesberry Kokanyemi, and Victor Arvidsson. Uh, defensive streamers, Mike Matheson, Adam Bokvist, and Eric Chernak. Our Shadow League streamer of the week, Jacob Voracek, our goalie streamer of the week, Alex Nadelkovich, our ludicrous streamers of the week, Sean Mann, Sean Monahan, and Andreas Athanasiu. Good luck to everyone this week. Feel free to hit me up on the Keeping Carlson Patron Discord server. Check out the Stream Scheme channel over there, or you can find me on Twitter at NHL Stream Scheme. And make sure to follow Ben and Lewis at Short Shifts, and obviously follow at Keeping Carlson, and tune into their Megapod every Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you everyone for listening, and don't forget what the legendary Moose Vasco once said The future belongs to those who believe in their streams. See you!